episode 23 of Toots. And we're back. Lame. That was a terrible intro and a terrible clip. That's okay. We're going with it. We're going to blow everybody's eardrums out. I can fix that. Fix it then. I can fix it. No, we don't edit anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely not. So, Rip headphone users. Here we are. Uh, just you and I. Yes, no guests today. Lone soldiers in the battle that is the Babbleheads podcast. Please excuse the background noise today. It's a busy season for 3D printers this time of year. <laughs> Apparently. So we got some business going on behind us. Business. Normally we turn the printers off during the podcast, but not today. Every hour until tomorrow at like when you get back from work is vital. <laughs> and then every hour between now and Christmas. Actually, oh, actually, yes. it's every hour between now and December 21st, which is the cutoff for USPS deliveries. Fun. You mean cut off for like when they're going to deliver? Or? Yeah. The 21st so is the last the day that you can, the 21st is the last, no, the 21st is the last day you can ship a package and have it arrive before Christmas. Ah, okay. When is Christmas? At the 25th, like it is every year. Yes. Did you <laughs> see that thing where, uh, it's a big meme on Reddit where it goes, did you hear Christmas is on a Friday this year? I wonder if it's going to be the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> well like, done. And I'm like. That's not how that works. This isn't how any of this works. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for people like me who only get Christmas off, and I think we got Christmas Eve off. I can't remember. But, like, when you work at a job that doesn't want to give holiday hours, and now you're working right into the weekend, basically. Yeah. You know, you probably get Thursday and Friday off, but if it was Thursday, maybe you get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, I checked my schedule, and I think I get... I want to say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Nice. And then Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Because I think Monday, Tuesday is New Year's and New Year's Eve. Pretty sure. No, it would be the 28th and the 29th. Would we be... don't look things up on the Babbleheads podcast. What are you doing? A calendar does not count as the internet. Oh, that's the wrong direction. We've gone to October. Bryson is failing at technology Bryson right now. doesn't know how to operate a calendar. Okay, so yes, I am correct. It's not on a Friday at all. It's not on a Friday even a little <laughs> bit. So let me just say that Christmas is on Wednesday. Ah. And I have Tuesday, Wednesday off, and then we're working Thursday, Friday. I am definitely putting in for Thursday, Friday. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to be off from Tuesday until Tuesday. This is what it's looking like. Bro, New Year's is New Year's Day is Wednesday. Okay, yeah. So I'm taking. Okay, so I'm gonna be off from Tuesday to Tuesday to Thursday then, right? Shame. So I'm gonna take a week and a quarter. Yeah, I don't know if I can get away with that, but I'm gonna try. You should definitely try. Yeah, since How you used to block me out of being able to take the Christmas holiday off, I didn't block you out because I didn't like you. I blocked you out because I had seniority. Yeah, which was. BS. <laughs> well, the company folded, so yeah. my seniority matters <laughs> not. Joke's on you. Um, but yeah, so we're prepping for the big show. Well, one of many. Yes. one. Well, this one was super last minute and oh my super gosh, yeah. huge. Yeah, this one's big, apparently. It's not small. It. I'm nervous. Let's Sequoit put it that Sequoit Valley art fine arts and crafts yeah i think that's the name of it it's definitely sequoit valley yeah we shared the information on our page but the thing will be over by the time this airs so yeah that's the truth that's the truth so the show went really well that's what we're trying to tell ourselves yes a few days before you it know, happens we're, as we're, we're recording we're projecting what we our hopes and dreams we're, on the future we're putting positive vibes into the universe yes and Come hoping on, that universe. it will return I'm currently printing uh, a couple of, well, actually four medallions for a friend of mine who is a Buddhist. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that by doing good karma towards a Buddhist, that good karma will come towards me. So is that is that a Buddhist thing? I have a question. I don't mean to appropriate any cultures. But about something like that, I was thinking on the way over. If you're saying, I hope this gives me good karma, 
does that defeat defeat the purpose and then remove all the good karma you would possibly get from that? Not on Reddit. <laughs> Great segue. I was going to like <laughs> ease into it a little bit because I was thinking, you know, so now that you've just drove your fists <laughs> through that wall. For anybody who doesn't know, Reddit has a thing called karma. Yes. And if you get lots of likes and upvotes, you get more karma. Thus, you feel good about yourself for these right. things that mean nothing. That number is directly tied to your actual emotional health on Reddit. Yes. If you have a low karma score, like if you have three karma, you just you're you just want to die. Yeah, and you can't post on certain things. I finally graduated today. <laughs> yes. I, I finally graduated to the point where I can now post on r slash memes. Yep. And my first r slash meme did so bad. Yes. <laughs> well, your first meme on what was it? Dank memes yes. got deleted. I got deleted for being for, for being a normie. <laughs> That's what it Which, said. I mean, we both are. Let's be real. Yeah, we're pretty normie. Uh, we can't hang with the kids these days. But uh, what I did was I painted some popular memes in in Microsoft Paint. You did, <laughs> and they came out surprisingly well. And uh, it came out so well, in fact, that a guy goes, yeah, great painting skills. You just use something to convert it to vector art. And I'm like, I can assure you I did not because that's way too clever. But, Indeed. Uh, you know, it's something where I was thinking that I am not stop playing with things. I can't help it. I got to peel it. I uh, that felt so good. I love doing that. I'm not one to. Say, wow, I'm so good at something or like that. I think I'm pretty humble. You probably shouldn't say that because you suck, though. Wow. Pain <laughs> in my heart. Ouch. But Ouch. I was thinking, like, if you say, I don't often say good things about myself or I'm pretty humble. Doesn't that just yes, defeat that defeats the purpose? If you're saying how little you say you're humble, doesn't I, that I'm so humble, humble, said no humble person ever. <laughs> I mean, it's not even that. It's like, I've never said I'm humble, but I'm pretty humble. That's a humble brag right there. Humble brag? You just humble bragged. Uh, that's a way throwback to one I can't even remember. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, the picture I did of Baby Yoda, for those who haven't seen uh, <laughs> The Mandalorian yet, uh, don't worry about it. No spoilers here. But uh, I haven't seen it. I did a drawing of it. And it's now probably well over a thousand likes because it was at one thousand one hundred when we started this. Specifically, one thousand updoots. Yes, which is individual people clicking an arrow that says, "Hey, I kind of like this." So maybe, or, or it's more like, "Hey, Baby Yoda, click." Yeah, because which that's is, what it is. It's basically if you get to hot, which is the front page for that subreddit. Oh, we're gonna have to go into how sub uh, Reddit. Works. No, we don't. We don't have <laughs> but to. Anyway, so if you go, go to the page, reddit.com and figure it yeah, out. Yeah, that's r slash dank memes because this is on dank memes. Um, but all of them in general, they have a hot page, and that's where things are getting likes, and they have a lot of likes. And it finally hit that. And there's people that don't understand you can sort by newer ones. So they just go through liking everything yes. they like. Thus making the things that are popular more popular. Right. And harder for things that are new to get to popular. So just saying, if we have to explain how Reddit works, you definitely don't understand what a dank meme is. I don't I thought I understood <laughs> what a dank meme I was. I thought I did too. And then I got and then I got normied the hell out of there. <laughs> I, I actually um I got a rule changed or specified in r slash memes because I posted something and it's a Rick and Morty picture. And I guess, I don't know if it's the new season or what, but it's, I do is the crystal commands. So the idea is he's being controlled by a crystal. So I took and drew in an arrow for upvotes and I go, why is everybody sharing baby Yoda memes? And I said, I do is the upvotes command. So basically saying people share the same thing because it's popular. You not probably it's should have put I do is the dudes command or so, something. Yeah, it got removed and it goes, you can't like rule seven and rule sevens. You can't beg for people to like your thing and everything. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like and they're like, even an image of an up arrow is uh, classified under that. And I looked at it. And I'm like, OK, it's a technicality, but it works because it got removed twice. I removed the word upvote, and they removed it again. I'm like, what, man? It says, I removed the thing that you said was wrong. And they're like, nope, the arrow, too. So oh, I looked back on. today, That's... and they have changed the rule to say, 
any image showing an upvote button. For the like, record, well, I my meme on Dank Memes got removed because of <laughs> I because of me using Impact Font. Yes, their rule on Dank Memes is that you can't use it's their no normies rule. Yeah, and you can't use Impact Font. So how Reddit works in general for most of the popular sites is it's a bunch of younger kids that make these and are moderators on them, meaning they have the power and set the rules. All the power. And it's generally just stupid, arbitrary things that make no sense. Yes. Like you can't use impact font. Yes. Get out of here, Normie, with your impact font. Yes. Or like talking about upvotes. It specifically says no impact font and no font that looks like impact font. Yeah. I read the rule and I was like... Clearly, the creator of that Reddit made a font that was like Impact, but it wasn't as popular as Impact, so yes. then they're all the same. They have a vendetta against Impact because screw Impact. Yes. <laughs> but so, yeah, so, I'm just listening to the the adorable robotic hum of that ender behind me, because yeah. it's the only one that actually makes any noise. Yeah. You know, I'm a little sad, uh, so we have another printer on the way. Yep. Um... So it's kind of a long story, but Corey, for, the, for those who are counting, that's five. <laughs> is it? One, two, one, three, two, three, four, four five. five. Yeah, that's five. I mean, one doesn't work and is basically a paperweight. Yeah, but well, I could get it working again. I just got to spend time on it. Yeah, and I just haven't. But and is it worth? That's the big question. Is it if, even worth? If you have the time to do it, you you have time to do something else. If I have time to fix that printer, I probably have time to buy buy another printer. Yeah, let's probably. be honest. No. So yeah. so here's the thing. Corey and I are officially in business together, mm-hmm. not just in Babblehead's uh, tradition. Fame. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Infamy. Yes. Um, we officially have, with a partner, a uh, third partner, formed a, a an actual incorporation. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's. I mean, I don't know if anybody listening to the podcast has ever formed an incorporation, but one, it's a pain in the in the behind. Luckily, yes. our third our third partner is an accountant, so that makes things so much simpler because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we have this binder now, which has gold leaf with our corporation's name on the edge of it, and we have yes. a corporate seal yes. that we can punch onto paper, and it like it indents the paper with our corporate emblazonment. Yep. <clears throat> it's super badass. All right, because we've been wanting to do this for a while. But moral of the story is, I no longer get to make my own decisions anymore when it comes to my company. Yes, because so, it's not even your company anymore. Because it's not my company anymore. Um, so we have another printer coming because we need one. Yes. And I've done the math and it's looking bleak and we might need another one, but that's a story for another day. Well, here's day. the other thing. You were supposed to set me up with an email address to address that one certain customer. Oh, that's right. We had a customer <laughs> email that you were going to take care of and I didn't uh, I didn't set you up with an email yet. Well, I did just get home when you got here pretty yeah, much. Uh-huh. But you might want to make a note because <laughs> that poor customer. That's true. I, I got this. Ready? We're going to technology. All right. So. Ready? No, 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 no. Oh don't don't overlap this. Ready? Quiet, folks. Okay. Everyone who has an Android device, put it in the other room. I'll give you five seconds. Okay. Your five seconds is up. Okay, Google. Remind me at 7 p.m. to make an email for Corey. She doesn't listen. Make an email for Corey. All right, I'll remind you at 7 p.m. Good. Well done. Technology. Technology. We are a technology company, so. That's true. Well, uh, loosely based. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technology adjacent. (laughs) But yeah, so I'm excited. Um, I didn't realize it would be this easy to become... A member of the board. <laughs> yes. At a, a corporation. We are both members of the board, and yes. uh, and I think you'll find that he is the COO. Yes. And yeah. Bryson is the CEO. I am Gigantamungus Presidentus. Yes. That's what my official title says on my business card. Yes. But uh, it's, it's exciting. Um, so if you ever want to be... A president or vice president or treasurer or secretary <laughs> and sit on a board of directors for a corporation to spend the however much however it was. much it was 
and make some your own corporation. Of, spend an unspecified amount of money in order to create a corporation, and you can have all of your dreams come true. Your wildest dreams achieved in seven to fourteen business days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty exciting. So I think we need to convince our third business partner to uh, to get on the podcast here at some point. He didn't sound like he was down for it. I think that he is a little apprehensive. I think he's a little apprehensive. He's got a reputation to uphold. <laughs> well, then he's we're... probably not going to want to come on the Babbleheads <laughs> podcast. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's got a lot of things he needs to watch out for. He can't be having any scandals in the news or anything. And if he comes on here, there's a good chance that's going to happen immediately. Because, you know, we're just all over the news. Yes. I don't know if you can ever do one of these again while you're printing something, because I just keep staring into the abyss that is the printer over there printing in that gold. Okay. I'm not going to lie. The gold PLA is extremely, extremely gorgeous. Yes. But uh, I hope somebody that is listening now made it out to the show to see some of the work. Um, We're working hard to offer some new things. I made one that will be a special release for the show, which hopefully we had. So drum roll, please. (laughs) Introducing. Snowman. (laughs) Snowman. Though. So I made a multi-piece snowman, which will be one of first of many designs that will have multiple colors and not just layer colors. Yeah, yeah. I think it I think it came out great. I think it came out like a snowman. Vaguely. Bro, you're really harshing my mellow. You know <laughs> Is that I what just, I just can't help it. I can't help it. There's you have a problem. The problem is me. Absolutely. <laughs> and now I'm tied to you and thirty three point three percent shares. Yes. Uh, yes. You just had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> I did. With so my... we traded. We yes. traded. So I took president and CEO, and in return, Corey took point one percent. Yes, I have thirty three point four percent of the stock. <laughs> I believe you'll find that that's more. <laughs> Look at how important I am. <laughs> but you know, to you get know, some real, say that less is more. Yeah. To get real. Uh, we entered into a business like this to take our co- uh, take our collaborations to the next level. I don't know if this will ever get there because we enjoy this. We don't want to make this something more than it is. Yeah, no. This is not a commercial endeavor. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We're going to strive to make this as good as we can. But you're not going to be seeing any actual sponsors anytime yeah, soon. There's a, there's Sponsored a, by Matter Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Got him. But, um, uh, there's a, there's actually a pretty good chance that within the next, oh, I don't know. What do you think? Six to eight months that we might end up having a space where we have a dedicated podcast studio. Yes. And that, that would be really cool. But again, it's not something where the business... We created a business to have, we have all these ideas. It's an outlet to take those, make some money to do and pursue other ideas. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's not like we have, though it would be cool if one of the ideas took off and all of a sudden we're quadrillionaires, quadrillionaires. Quadrillionaires. Yes. Well, you know, there's an infinite amount of numbers. There is. So anything you could say is actually a number. I feel like you just quoted me on that one. Probably. (laughs) But, um, so we're doing this to pursue things that we would think are fun. Yeah. But also make sense. You know, it would be really fun to do certain things. But it's not always practical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we could do for fun. Like, oh, I don't know, sleeping. Yeah. We could have a sleeping business where we just come to the office and we just fall asleep. That'd be great. I would be down. But, yeah, so I saw something on, to go back to sub to Reddit for a while, <laughs> I saw a meme that said, uh, when you get to 30, men have to pick a... Uh, class or a profession and the first one <laughs> was podcaster slash streamer and i'm like hey that's me hey get <laughs> out of here come on me come on yeah but it is kind of funny because i think at some point after you've worked so many years doing things for other people <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are kind of like i just want to do something for myself just one thing let me yeah. have just this one thing and the, i mean we're on the brink of 30 the cusp the ragged let edge. That, let that sit. The knife's edge. Yes. <laughs> the hatchet's edge. 
Oh, man. We haven't thrown axes in a while. Well, that's because we obliterated our target. <laughs> so, not to brag or anything, because, you know, we're humble. <laughs> no humble bragging here, except for that our bullseye got destroyed. Yeah, it's literally the bullseye. <laughs> so, we had to aim at not the bullseye. <laughs> and it was so hard not to aim at the bullseye. Yeah, we're so good at hitting the bullseye that we were trying to not hit the bullseye and kept throwing our axes right through, through the target. Because the there was like, no mm. more bullseye. We're like, this is... This is no longer so, safe. So I took the target and I tossed it into my wood pile. Yes. I still think we should have a winter league. Make a big old bomb. Hey, man, when uh, when our corporation takes off and we've got a warehouse and we set up our axe lanes in our warehouse. And have all the insurance. Nah, I mean, we're not going to do it as a, as a business thing. We're just going to do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. No need for extras insurances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just sign this waiver that yeah. says you were here. That's what we had to do. We had to sign a waiver. Yeah, but they still have to have insurance. I'm sure, but they have a waiver that absolves them of all yeah. responsibility. So I uh, I watch a lot of axe-throwing stuff online, and some of the stuff, you know, like, you can tell people are just being idiots. They share, like, whoa, look at how stupid this pastime is. And this guy, like, hauls off and throws an axe as hard as he can at the wall and it bounces back at him. And it's like, because that's not, that's not what you do. That's not how it does. <laughs> you, it's like taking a shotgun and holding the butt of the stock against your face. It's not going to work. You're going to well, get it'll hurt. Wor- it'll work, but it's going to backfire. <laughs> You're going to regret it real quick. <laughs> yes, that's called, that's called instant karma. Yeah, I love watching uh, the videos of people that hold a rifle by one hand like a pistol grip but it has a stock and it's not a pistol grip and they think that they can somehow with their strength overcome the kickback. It's not going to happen. Well, it depends on the rifle, but Uh, yeah, I mean most rifles with the people that are trying it. Okay. Fair enough. You know, if you have a decent amount of strength and it's a a reasonable amount of experience and know how to brace yourself for, well, I'm talking holding it straight out in front of you. Like, yeah, I mean, it can be done. It can. It can be done. But there's a reason why most people smash in their face when they do it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it with a 12-gauge. No. I wouldn't do it with a 16-gauge or even a 20-gauge. I, I I, might do it with... I would do it with a 22. Yeah. Well, I mean, a 20-gauge... Eh, yeah, 20-gauge probably... What was it? Like a 30 or a 40-gauge they had at the shooting range for kids for the skeet? I have never it seen was like, such a It thing. was beyond 20. Really? And it was... it. I can't believe okay. it. Okay. Call, call me whatever, but I have never... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I have. Uh, I know what it is, too. The name is escaping me. Because yeah. they cut, usually come in combo guns where it's a... Uh, a lot of times it'll be it'll have two barrels. Yeah, right. And it'll have a twenty two and then Yes. Uh, gosh, what is it? It's a you know, so many of our listeners are screaming at us right now like it's a blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know a sixteen gauge was a thing for a long time. Yeah. Until I was gifted my grandfather's as an heirloom, and that's a sixteen gauge. And that thing is a break knockdown, and I used to know the name of it, but it's escaping me right now. But the, it comes into Muzzle pieces. Break? No? No. And it has literally like the th- whole thing comes apart and you oh. reassemble it and it has a barrel and you just open up the barrel, you put it in and it fires once and you're done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh boy. I used wow. to know the brand, I used to know the brand name. Wow. Look at us being gun experts. Here yeah. we are. Gun experts. But, um. Babbleheads. Gun experts. It was kind of a funny story because I didn't have guns growing up because my parents didn't like them. Yeah, but that was my grandfather snuck me down to the creek and let me shoot it, and I didn't ever realize until I got the gun and that saw that it broke down that that was the first gun I ever shot. You know what's funny? You have your grandfather's gun. Mm-hmm. I have my grandfather's gun, and Scott has his grandfather's gun. Wow, we must be special. Yeah, and it's uh, his. Uh, he has like a Winchester. So it's less thing, special it, it's for not. me because my grandfather had like a million guns. <laughs> well, so, so did my grandfather. So I got one. My brother got one. A yeah. Bunch well, of us got a lot of us got it, and actually, my parents um, told my uncle because my uncle was gifting them, but because I didn't grow up with it, he didn't know if they'd be comfortable with me getting it or if I'd even want one. And the truth is, I loved it. And now I have my own, and I know the name of this. It's an over under Stevens 550. There you go. And uh, it's a pretty good. I got it on a good deal, and uh, I somewhat regret, 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 
regret getting the over under. Um, but I also kind of like it because it looks a little bit more badass. I I know the the model of my gun as well. Uh huh. The Deer Slayer. It's, the, <laughs> it's a circa nineteen seventies Ithaca Company Deer Slayer, lightweight. Yeah. Actually, it's I think it's technically a featherweight is what they called it. Yeah, I just realized. Wait, no, you did come with me shooting skeet one time at the. Nope. I could have sworn. Negative Ghost Rider. I've never shoot, shot skeet with you, my friend, especially not with a Deer Slayer because that's a slug gun. Well, I know that we talked about. I mean, how you I could, could get modifications. Yeah, I can for buy it. the bird barrel for it and tr- and transform it into the bird slayer. <laughs> the bird slayer. But um, yeah, I could have sworn you went. That has got to be the best name for a shotgun of all time. Just oh, saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, I invited you to the first. You invited uh, event, me, but I unfortunately no, I unfortunately couldn't make it because I had something else going on that sure day. You did. I unfortunately had something else going on. Why would I chicken out? I love ske- shooting skeet. Yeah, but. I uh, I'll have to do that again next year. Definitely didn't get enough out of the membership this year, and I, I, I they might not be closed. I might still be able to make it out. I have to see, but it's uh, awesome. They're probably closed, dude. It's winter time now. Nah, it's still the fall. Yeah, tell that to snow. There's not any snow out there. Tell that to the giant pile of mud in your front yard. I, mean, I almost kill myself on every time I come here. I, I mean, see, here's the thing. I have a driveway and I have a yard and the yard becomes part of the driveway over the course of the summer. And it becomes the slippiest <laughs> mud puddle it's so weird. ever. I mean, like I've almost killed myself every time I come here. <laughs> it's a good thing I got insurance because I'm definitely going to get sued. Oh, yeah. And then you got leaves everywhere. Well, the leaves, uh, you know, what's funny about the leaves. I legitimately have been cleaning my leaves this year. No. I no no. I, I could color a leaf and it would still be there. So I had been cleaning my leaves. In fact, if you look at my yard, there's almost no leaves in it because I've actually been cleaning my yard, which is a first for me this year. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the problem is like the day before it snowed, the wind was blowing like crazy. And right here in front of my house, because my house is shaped like an L. Yeah. The leaves accumulate in a giant pile right in the corner of the L. Yeah. And that's where they all are. Yeah. It makes it more convenient to pick up. Yeah. It makes it more convenient to pick up, except for the fact that there was a foot of snow on it afterwards. Lazy. I mean, you're welcome to come and help me clean up my leaves, man. No, Anytime you want to come over and rake. I'm good. But, uh, yeah. So, breaking leaves. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've been looking for ways out of that my entire life. Although yeah. growing up, I didn't have to do it ever. Yeah. Because my parents are uh, immaculate house and lawn and everything keepers. Yeah. Um. So I was not basically not allowed to do any of those types of chores yeah. because uh, I didn't do them good enough. Must be nice. <laughs> I mean, co- kind of. It was nice in the fact that I didn't have to do chores, but it was also not nice in the fact that I didn't learn how to do chores. Yeah. So something that. I didn't learn doing growing up is the idea of buying groceries at <laughs> the know. beginning of the week and then making things out of said groceries. <laughs> yes, your parents were not cooks. Like people that I know that like have dinner at home and make lunch and it's like it's always something different and they can just make a meal out of the stuff they have in their pantry and fridge. It's, it fascinates me. It blows my mind. Yes, because you never had... All you had in your pantry were chips. And uh, Velveeta shells and cheese. Yeah, and then you would uh, you would have pizza, and you would have Chinese, and you would have McDonald's. And, yes. But never Chicken a burger. Wings. because nope, not uh, until I was 18. You were... Yeah, you had to be a legal citizen of the United States before you were allowed to have your first burger, according to your own brain. Yep. No, it was more, I already liked enough things. Right. That was my excuse. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, But I was just typical. a really picky eater as a kid, which shocks everybody, but doesn't really shock everybody because I just ate Well, garbage. I mean, yeah, that was, I was going to say, because we've both always been chubby kids and then, yeah. and then fat adults. Well, I was chubby kid, in f- shape adult, fat adult. <laughs> <laughs> I just there skipped, was a moment there, a I glimmer of over, hope. <laughs> I skipped over that stage of in-shape adult. But we're going to get there. Yeah, we've been saying that for the whole time we've done this podcast. Well, now you have the stove so we can actually right, do the meal okay. prep. Right, okay. Yeah, we have a stove now, guys. I bought a new stove so we can do meal prep now. And it doesn't smell like mouse pee. And it doesn't smell like mouse pee ever. I mean, it might eventually. Yikes. I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> Those mice, man. I'm oh. telling you. I'm telling you. 
They're going to be the death of me, just like every other thing that's going to be the death of me. I see those horrible Skittles on the ground over there. Oh, God, you're having PTSD. <laughs> that's where they belong. Okay, so I wanted to bring up a point to you that actually was kind of like a, a mind blower for me earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I listen to a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you ever listen to him. What do you listen to him on? Uh, I love his Star Talk podcast. I hate you. Why? Because I introduced you to Star Talk. You did? When we were at Harden's. Oh. And you said, this sucks. I don't like this. this why are we Maybe. listening to this? Let's put on Maybe. Joe Rogan. Well, that's because at that time I was a Joe Rogan snob. Yeah, well, um, I just want everybody to know, for the record, I take issue with your liking of okay, something so because you'd once disliked Okay, it. fair enough. But I'm allowed to change. I'm a malleable man. I can move and I can shift. Whoa. So I didn't discover it because by your recommendation, it was more organic than that. I, yeah. I I'm sorry that you tried to give it to me and I mm-hmm. failed to receive it. Um, but I, one thing that I was listening to that was a, a fabulous point of perspective that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. When you look at a star in the sky, okay, what's happening when you see that star is a photon, which is a tiny energized particle that travels at the speed of light is going into your eye and is being received by the data receptors in your eye as being a source of light. And your brain is telling you, hey, look, it's a star, right? While that photon was forged in the nuclear heart of a star potentially billions of light years away, right? Yeah. Unimaginably far. Our brains can't even comprehend it. That light particle very well could have been traveling before the Earth was even formed, right? And it has traveled all the way across the galaxy just to go into your eyeball and, and be seen. Cancer. And and imagine being that photon and going all that way just to go into Corey's eyeball, and he blinked. <laughs> That's a good one. You had me. Yeah, you were losing me at the beginning, but the end really brought it all together. Yeah, because I mean, you were on a hundred billion light year journey to Corey's eyeball, and you get there, and he's like, "Blink!" Oh no, my mission. Yeah. Well, um, I thought you were gonna say that you know they're so far away, and you're seeing, and that that for it's most still people pretty is commonly known. Like the fact that you can see stars. And some of those stars right now are gone. They're dead. Long gone. Long gone. And that is shocking. But um, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on with astronomy right now. I'm surprised Neil deGrasse Tyson isn't more prevalent, like, everywhere. Maybe just because I'm not watching the right things. But, like, they took a picture of the black hole for the first time ever. Yeah, well... Yes and no. It's not actually a picture. It's radiometric imaging. It's an image of a black hole. They image the black hole. Not really. It's ra- it's 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 not an image. It's a constru- computer generated simulation of what it looks like based on the data that they receive from uh it's an image. radar telescopes. It's an image. But it wasn't taken by like an optical sensor. Well, obviously, cuz you can't take a picture of something you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, the black hole isn't in there anyway. Even with that, it's you're seeing what's around the black hole. Yes. The black holes are are freaky. Yes, we. Uh, um, black holes. It's are even super freakier freaky. when you hear about moving black holes. Yeah. The uh, the roaming roaming, roaming, roaming black, black holes. holes. There actually is. I, I believe there's a few of them in the Milky Way. Yeah, probably. The, I I remember reading something about uh, roaming black holes, but they're not even nearly as. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. We're, Bryson, what the hell? We're, we're talking about such awesome, uh, you know, galactic level stuff, and then you release Keep some going. galactic level ass. <laughs> okay. That wasn't me. That was Bryson. Right, right, right. Denial is uh, not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like I was saying, I don't think that roaming black holes, they, we can see where they are for the most part. They're not, uh, they're not that scary. What is kind of a little nervous, makes me a little nervous, is the supermassive black hole in the middle of our giant galaxy. Well, that's what makes everything possible. I know, but it's so spooky because it's, it's just ridiculous. sucking us in. Um, ever so slowly. Ever so slowly. No, uh, actually, no, we're slowly expanding. So here's another cool fact. 
in uh, many millions of years, I think it's might be billions of years, um, our our galaxy is going to collide with Andromeda. Yep. That's pretty interesting. So over the course of time, probably long after our sun has burnt out, yes, um, our galaxy is going to collide with our sister galaxy, which are two massive galaxies, which is ironic. Another another interesting thing about galaxies is there's there's two different classifications of galaxy generally. One is a galaxy and one is a dwarf galaxy, right? 99% of the galaxies that we see are dwarf galaxies, whereas only like 1% or 2% are uh, what we consider to be regular galaxies, which is like the Milky Way like us. The so galaxy. don't you think it's a little presumptuous of us? To call the other ones that are the vast majority of galaxies dwarf galaxies when we're just, when we're the giant galaxy we're obese. Well, <laughs> the interesting thing is that when that happens, it's going to be two massive galaxies colliding, which is huge. So the two supermassive black holes that are in the middle of the two galaxies will collide eventually. Well, I would think it have to be like a slow process. It's, well, I mean, billions of like years. That too, but like when it touches, it's probably like the outer so, outskirts. I, yeah, it probably seen, will take many, many millions, if not billions of years, so for it to actually like. I've seen simulations of it of what's going to happen, and actually they collide, and then like everything goes nuts. They don't quite hit; they just pass each other, yeah. and then their galaxies, uh, gal- galactic scale gravity affects itself affects each other and they start spiraling in and orbiting each other yeah and the galaxy like stars you can just see stars go flying off into nothing it's pretty pretty incredible just like the fact that every every single atom in your body my body everybody's body was forged in the heart of a star you're getting really corny right now and so cool though no, you are star stuff. No, it's pretty cool though. It actually it genuinely is. is super cool because all of the basically all of the elements that we're made out of come from stars. You are but a spot upon the galaxy. Neil deGrasse Tyson calls it says spot. that we're stardust, but I like to think of us more as like star excrement. <laughs> star matter. We're just star farts. <laughs> <laughs> did, I bring, did I bring it back to Babylon's level? Good. You did. Uh, and your creaky God dang chair. Well, that's one of many noises. We've got 3D printers. We've got buttholes. We've got <laughs> we've got it all here on Babbleheads. We've got all the noises. <sighs> but yeah, so I think that let's bring it back to the 3D printing because the 3D printer is still going in the background. Okay. All right. I know we had an episode about 3D printing, so let's not dwell on it too long. But I think there is, now that you have a little bit more experience with that, I think the prints are coming out better, faster. Do you think there's an eventual point where 3D printing is going to hit its pinnacle? Yes, I do. All right. Elaborate. The current technology is quickly, well, at least the current technology that I use, is definitely reaching its pinnacle where it's not going to, you just, just the way that things are made using FDM are, are, there is a point at which it can never go any faster. It can never do whatever. Um, but there are other printing technologies that are different that are going to ex- far exceed it. So um, one that I see being super prevalent in the near future is DMLS. That's the metal. That's metal. Direct laser metal sintering. Learn more about that in the previous episode. Yes, we won't go into terrible detail, but the ability to be able to 3D print titanium and aluminum is going to be huge. And it's done using a laser, so it can move incredibly fast, and it, it's just pretty amazing um but the technology we currently use i think is probably reaching its pinnacle although i did learn and i sent you a message about this i think that we using fdm printers we can now print we can now actually print in um stainless steel yeah so it's pretty sick i don't know the full in and out of how it works but it's a proprietary technology from this one company that makes a filament that you buy for five hundred dollars for three kilograms so that's, I mean, it's really not that bad at the end of the day when you really think about it. It's three kilograms for 500, not not one kilogram for 500. Yeah. So it's only about eight times more expensive than normal filament, give or take, right? Um, you buy this filament from them. You print a model at a little bit larger scale than you normally would. They actually give you a number. It's like 1.2, mm-hmm. um, you know, 120% scale. 
and you pay $50 for a ticket. You put it in a box, you ship it to them. They put it in their processing facility and they send you back the part. So they basically heat it up to ungodly temperatures, extract whatever binds the steel together, and then sinter the uh, metal together to form a solid stainless steel part and then send it back to you. It's cool, but it sounds a little excessive. Well, you can also do it yourself. I mean, you don't have to spend the 50 bucks, but you need to have, like, oh, you know, a foundry. Yeah. <laughs> a forge. <laughs> Let me open up my forge quick and uh, forge myself a hammer. I mean, it's pretty neat, though. It's, it I, is. I'm a little tempted. I'm not going yeah, to lie. It would be cool to just say you did it. Yeah, like just buy it and then send away and make some make like a few really cool stainless steel parts just to be like, look at look look at my stainless steel. I three D printed that right there. Um, so you're I won't say the majority now, but a lot of your business stemmed from craft fairs, and I think a lot of people misunderstand what really is a craft and that designing and printing things on a 3d printer is a craft yeah i mean anybody i i would challenge anyone who thinks that it's not to do it yes and then you know there's these people that say that and then they go and rave about things that are obviously ran on a me and cnc or are just stock things that people buy and paint themselves and appear homemade a lot of these people that do this stuff it's not homemade stuff yeah, a lot of it's pattern made and yeah. different things like that. There's no difference between actually I would I would I would venture to say that making something from a pattern whether it's like a you know like a crochet thing or an embroidery thing is no no more difficult if not easier than designing a model and 3D printing it successfully. I would say it's easier because you're not designing anything. You're just taking yeah, something Yeah, you're just that making exists. something and yeah, remaking something that already exists. I think the perception of it does come some from um, people who uh, just use models that are available widely, which I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I don't. I do use some. Yes. Um, I'm very careful to make sure that I'm always using models that are, if I if I offer them for sale, I make sure that they're commercially um, available. Available. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to step on any creator's toes. Um, I like to make sure that uh, I'm giving back to the community as well. So when I make models, I do tend to try and upload them. Well, two things I want to touch on, and I'm saying two things because I don't want to forget it. One is I think it's a real misconception of what crafts are now, and people just aren't informed. And two, I think in this field and a lot of creative fields nowadays, um, and maybe not even creative, just in general, things are moving a lot more to sharing and open source in a good way. You know, so covering the misconception i think a lot of people still think that they're going to these giant craft fairs and these people are hand making every piece and if you go to a craft fair chances are that's pretty slim because the stuff that's bread and butter and selling a lot that's decently priced likely it's not handmade the stuff that's handmade looks great but it's so expensive that they're not making a living doing yeah, that. Yeah, and they do it as a hobby. And not for nothing, a lot of people don't even take into consideration how long three D prints cost or pre three yes. D prints take. So I mean, I'm I, for example, I have a cube that I sell that has four photos on it that are made into lithos, which is lithophanes, which are basically textured photos that when you put a light through them, the, sh- the photo shows through. I think that was in our episode on 3D printing Either way, and such. Qu- very quick recap. And so I have this cube, right? And I charge $60 for it currently. Yes. Right? So um, what a lot of people don't realize is that, one, I mean, I had to design that. Yes. Uh, two, I have to have uh, – I had to design some special tooling just to print the – the lithos properly, which one of them's printing right now. And when I say one, it's four of them at once. You're which, welcome. Which uh, is going to take exactly 49 hours yeah. just for the photos. Yes. And then the frame is another 26 hours. Yes. So that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty reasonably easy math just for easy rounding. We'll say 76 hours of printing time. Yes. And you see these people that, for instance, um, on Etsy, 
and I don't want to blast them or anything, but they say hand carved. Uh, was it plaster or Corian or something? Por- porcelain. Porcelain. Yeah, that, if they're actually doing it, that's yeah, what, how it they wasn't to... porcelain. It oh. was something else, and they're calling it hand carved. That's how they and used it's to make pretty big, and they're charging seventy dollars for it. They're either losing their butts because the material alone for that cast for that material is a lot, and on top of that, the time they would have to put in to custom make each photograph. There's no way you're not you're not doing it. So I'm thinking they have a CNC router. They bring in the photograph, do exactly what you're doing on the computer, and have a CNC do the opposite of what you're doing instead of additive. It's retractive, subtractive, yeah, subtractive. And uh, that's what I think they're doing because there's no way no one would ever possibly do that because there's they one they wouldn't be able to do it. And less than like, I don't know. It just it blows my mind. And the, sure, there are some people that just like doing it, and they don't want to make a ton of money. I get that. But when I look at seventy seven dollars for something that's hand carved out of an expensive material like that, no way, no way. I think you're just pooping on their party. Nope, I don't think so. As somebody that's done a lot of stuff with my hands. Don't forget that Etsy, as an Etsy seller, you don't have to be located in the United States. So These think people of, were. Think about somebody who might be working in China or India and getting paid the equivalent of 2 or $3 an hour, $77, subtract their costs, even if they made $40 and it took them 10 hours, they're still making a dollar extra an hour. That's some scary math. What do you think about that stuff? That's the world we live in, folks. Free Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the fun scoop. Um, even with the markup on my 3D printed items, it doesn't even come close to touching my engineering job. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but maybe someday it will. Someday. Someday um, it will. So the first thing, we kind of covered the misconception of it. The next thing was something that I've already forgotten, even though I said it so we could remember. Way Isn't to that go. horrible? Yeah, it is. I have no idea what it was. We should have wrote it down. This is really going to bug me. Well, and I'm sure well. the listeners are like... Well, they uh, can go back. They have the beauty of hindsight, and yeah. we don't have that. So something on the topic of memory loss, focus, and all that stuff, I've been looking up natural sum- supplements for that kind natural of stuff. Supplements. The natural supplements. Natural supplements. But, uh, you know, like vitamins and things like that, because I feel like I'm not... At that point where I'm like as crisp as I want to be. I think I'm not as crisp as I want to be either. I keep forgetting stuff at work. My boss will look at me like, why you forget this? Yeah, see, I have to write everything down and I have a computer program to keep everything organized. Because if I didn't do that, it would be so bad. I have sticky notes. Yeah, that that is one option. It's not a good option, but it's the option that I have. <laughs> Man, that whole forgetting thing is really going to bug me. Listeners, help me out. Give me the strength. It'd be great if we had live listeners. Yeah. That would be handy right now. Yeah, it would be. Um, maybe someday we'll do one. I don't think we want to make that a normal thing. No, maybe someday we'll do a live one. But, you know, with with the fact that we have listeners from all over the globe, we need to... Uh, we need to maybe keep this thing not live because our listeners from all over the globe, they're not going to be able to listen to us live. That's true. But then we would also have to set a reliable time when we'd show up and do it. Yeah, we yeah, we Not are. just do whenever. We are not the reliables. No, no, we're not. Not to mention our new setup is not very conducive to video recording. I'm still on the thing I forgot, man. I know I keep bringing it back, but I'm Stop hoping bringing one it of back. us. I'm hoping one of us is gonna is gonna remember. It ain't gonna man. happen. All right, we're gonna talk about horrible math right now. Okay. The horrible, horrible math of my 3D printing schedule right now. Yes, let's go over your your doom and demise. Okay, so I just added two new orders to the books. Yes. Um, and as of right now, I have. This is assuming 75 percent uptime. Okay, because I can't always be here to swap out prints and stuff. So. Uh, most of you probably know that you can run a print and then you have to clean it and then you can start another print. So if I'm not here, I can't clean it. I have almost 16 days of print time 
for each of the two enders, and that is including the one I don't have yet. 16 days. 16 people. days. And then Non-stop. I ha- and then I yes, that's with no breaks. And then I have 10 days of work for the Sidewinder. Sidewinder. So the Sidewinder is my big printer. Um so yeah, basically basically I have to have all of everything done before December 21st. It's November 21st. So I have 30 days. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have 16 days of work minimum on two printers right now, okay? I have three more shows. Well, I mean, one of them is relatively small. Yeah, well, I said that about Camden. It took me a week and a half to do all the orders for Camden. That's true. Maybe it'll take off. (laughs) So, I mean, just saying, there's a real good chance I'm going to need another printer to keep up with demand. And uh, I also talked to my printer supplier today. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? I did. Uh, our printer supplier. Our printer supplier. Our printer supplier. So he, uh, <laughs> he's a very nice guy. His name's Chris. Um, I asked him when my current order was going to ship out. He said it's going to ship out by the end of the day tomorrow. So that's good. Well, I might have it before Thanksgiving. Maybe. Yikes. Maybe. So I think I remember what the second one was. I think the first one was just not people not understanding. And then the second was people not understanding that most of the stuff's not handmade. But I also think that that's not right. So we're definitely going to have to go back and listen. Okay. And so so, uh, moral of the story is I asked him if I wait till Black Friday to order another printer because he's going to have sales for Black Friday. Uh Uh-huh. I said, if I wait till Black Friday to order a printer, what's my lead time looking like? And he goes, extended. Their current lead Thanks, time, bro. Their, <laughs> their current lead time is one to two weeks is their standard lead time to get a printer. Um, he said, if you need a printer, now is the time. That was his exact words. <laughs> Now's the time. He's like, I, he didn't specifically say what kind of deals they were going to have. It's a real bro move. It probably, he probably won't have that good of deals. It might be like 10, maybe 15% off. But if we need a printer, we just need the printer. Yeah. Uh, I, but, as much as I'd love to get a bunch of deals, it's like, he was like, dude, if you wait till Black, Black Friday, you're basically boned. Yeah. It was basically, without saying it, he was like, no, don't do that. Because he knows that when Black Friday hits, he's going to get a buttload of orders and he's going to be out fulfilling them until after Christmas, probably. Here's the thing. That's a real bro move because <laughs> this will be your fourth. That would be your fourth printer From through that. this particular supplier. Yes. And I don't think they deal with a lot of quantity because most people that do quantity would go right from China. I would think maybe, but I these guys think. are great. These guys I, are. Great. I'm not. I'm not bashing them at all. But they also charge your, a lot more. This is your fourth printer from them. You think they'd be like, listen, I'll give you the Black Friday deal a little early because you're a loyal customer who's <laughs> bought three of a printer I usually sell one of to a person. So how about I hand you? A, nope. He's but just like, also, nah. You got to order you gotta, at full price sooner. You got to remember. I also am ordering some of the cheapest printers they sell. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You've ordered three of them. Yeah, but my three printers don't total up to the next printer, next like two printers up. Yeah, but here's the thing: you've ordered three of them, <laughs> and if he does some told basic I... projections, <laughs> he can do a bell curve that looks very positive <laughs> in his light. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, price is not what we're worried about with them, but they charge like seventy five dollars more than Amazon truth but they uh, they offer after sale service but the the big thing that they're offering now on the printers that we just ordered um printer that we just ordered probably printers soon yes um uh is they are upgrading a bunch of components on it for yeah. free include well not for free they're including it in the price let's be honest but i mean you're getting like 40 or 50 dollars worth of upgrades plus the after sale service that you don't get from a chinese company trust yes. me you yes. don't. If it comes and it doesn't work from China, oh well. Because if you well, think it's not about a well. It, they do try, but they're Chinese and they speak Chinese, and you have to send them videos and you have to yeah. point to things and yeah, it's so it's a mess. Here's the big issue. On top of all that inconvenience, if you think about it, they don't really owe you nothing because they could just be like, yeah. 
what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Here's the other problem that I hadn't really considered. These printers, I have to build them. Yeah, but they don't take that long to build. Four hours a piece. Yeah, compared to my printer, which was literally parts. Yours is pretty easy. I mean, the Sidewinder was two pieces. I had to cut some zip ties and put four bolts in. Yeah, but that was a, that's a piece of shit. It isn't, though. It is. It really isn't. It's mostly my fault. I've ruined it. That's true. You I've ruined a lot of good I've things. Ruined it. I've ruined it. But it's working now, so I've unruined it. Have you, though? Have I, though? Take a look. I mean, there's four things over there that I don't know what they say. Uh, they say... Okay, ready? Ready? Here we go. I'm gonna t- they're done, so... Yeah, why don't you bring that over here and pop it off for the listeners? I'm gonna... Oh, you hear that? The suction off the bed. The magnetism. Okay, what it says is... <clears throat> this is in Vietnamese, this and might, I'm fluent, so... <laughs> this might be very insulting. Maybe we should think about this for a second. It says... Quang... Fo, fat, chu. That says fat. I'm sorry, but that says fat. <laughs> <laughs> fat with ph. So did you make that design, or no. did they send it? To Actually, you? this is a, a my 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 coworker. We made this design himself. Uh, why does it look so weird? Because that's the top layer. I kind of like it. Yeah, I think it looks pretty damn good. I don't know why it's got like that edge to it, but it looks oh, kind of cool. That's the um, just it, the, the it's got shell yeah. versus infill. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's got a really cool look to it. I could have done. I probably should have done concentric. I didn't even think about that, so it followed the shape in. But but I don't concentric know, looks... can come out a little funny sometimes, so yeah. I try to avoid it. Okay, okay, listeners, are you ready to hear the sound of satisfactory three D printing release? A little bit more ASMR from the Babbleheads podcast. Incoming. I'm going slow. I'm going to go this way first. Ready? I'm going to go the other way. Ready? And then they're about to release. Ready? Ready, listeners? There's two. That was a good one. Oh, that was all of them. Let's grab one of these bad boys. I really like that gold filament, man. I think he'll be really happy with these. These came, out, cool. these came out. Oh my god! Look at the bottom layer. Yes. So, so remember you when guys you said can't this, see that? Remember when you said the awesome. side the sidewinder was was in rough shape, dude? I think it's doing pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of these little. That looks like a sides. filament thing. Uh, no, I think that's the travel. Actually, I don't think I had Z Hop enabled. Well, this is stuff not really suited for the podcast. No, that's true. <laughs> just so you know, we always take the quality of our product into consideration. Oh, for sure. I don't like to send out anything that's substandard. Yeah, if it's not something we'd like to receive, it's not going to happen. And I really hope that all my new fancy trickery with the stuff makes it so people can hear all the ASMR. Yes, the ASMR. Um, And for the record, those prints right there, all said and done with tax and everything, $21.78. For all four of them? For all four. That's cheap, folks. Those are, what, like three inches diameter? Four. Four inch diameter, about half an inch thick. Three quarter. Three quarter inch thick for 20 some bucks. Mm-hmm. Cool little things. Yeah, so I charge, uh, for commission prints, I charge by the uh, by the gram mm-hmm. and for and I charge a setup fee. Yep, and uh, if you have a chance, go to Mattermill3D on Facebook. Yes, Mattermill3D on Facebook. Check out the Titanic. Oh, that I did do that. pretty cool. That came out good. You know, um... I would have liked to see it painted, just because obviously you can get a lot more accurate. Yeah, with but it. I mean, for what it was. But it looks like something you would buy. Well, from like someone a, did buy a it. Manufacturing place, like if they made them in colors. So I was very impressed with that, and it was a wise choice to use like the translucent white filament for the iceberg. Iceberg. You know, the top of the iceberg is only like one one hundredth percent of the iceberg. Most yes. of it's underneath. So, the water. oh, I actually have a fun fact for you. Uh oh! Is it still here? Oh no! I threw it away. Damn! I threw it away. Um, I printed the iceberg to scale. Oh yeah. Yeah, as compared to the, I basically printed the iceberg at one one thousand scale. Uh huh. So the Titanic was like, I mean, people this, can't see. People can't see the this. So the they were, the Titanic itself was like close to twelve inches at uh-huh. scale. Uh, the iceberg ended up ended up being like five eighths tall. 
<laughs> it was so dinky, dude. It was tiny. So I ended up printing the iceberg at like double scale. More than that with how big it looked. Well, double scale increases pretty quick when you some when you size him up two hundred percent. That's true. But that's uh it's it's sad when you think about like it was tiny. But again, you gotta shit. remember that's only what's yes, above that's the water. One like five percent or whatever yeah, they say is above the water. Yeah, it's tiny. So most of a boat <laughs> is under the water. Yeah, the Titanic was minuscule compared to the actual iceberg. Yeah. But the, that's what that's where the old expression comes from, though. Just the tip of the iceberg. You were really proud of that one, huh? Oh, I dug deep. That was a, I, <laughs> I dug deep. I dug deep for that one. Drug that right out of the memory banks. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff right there, boy. That is. Well, I'm that print is still Rick rolling over there. As it will be for the next... Oh, let's see. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Four and a half hours. <laughs> All right. Well, any level of professionalism is gone. Our business partner will want to remain silent. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> he is bright red right oh, now. I'm going to pass out. It's too funny. I can't breathe. <laughs> wow. We are children. I I do apologize, listeners. I blame your mac and cheese. <laughs> we are children. We should not be allowed to speak upon the internet <laughs> with our deviant behavior. Wow. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we're going to say goodnight. Oh, wait. Wait, wait what? I want to see live on the podcast that's going to air... In like a week? Not a week. Several days. Let's see how many. <gasps> 1.8K. Wow. That yes. has grown significantly. I'm going to go back and change my up dude to a down dude. Do it. <laughs> later. I'm later, guys.
Party 3 abtuts. Episode 23 Try it again, that was pretty cool <clears throat> So do you want me to take the lower harmony or upper harmony? I take upper, you take lower Okay <clears throat> I, It's been a while since I've done this So this might take a couple of hours Episode okay. You can, just, you can come in after So if I go Episode 